Let us pray. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this worship experience thus far. We pray that all that has been offered has been pleasing in your sight. And so we pray even now for preaching power. I am simply ordained dust, but all that I am and all that I am not is available unto you. So use us for your service, preacher and people, people and preacher, so that the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. As we continue in this series of Vulnerable to Victorious, I want to talk to us today simply about the idea of words and action. And words, words matter. Uh, I was taught and told this in grade school, that words matter. And I recall even being at home struggling with some schoolwork, I couldn't say in my house home, I can't. My mother said, you can't say can't. Now, it may be hard, she would say. It may be a struggle. You may be challenged. This may be difficult for you. But you can't say can't. Words are important. Words matter. I, I was told that decades later in seminary, sitting in a homiletics course. Words matter. The beginning of the year, I went to a marriage enrichment seminar. And in the seminar, one of the instructors said that words matter. Words are so important that we even encourage Toddlers who are screaming and bawling at the top of their lungs, we tell them, use your words because words matter. What we say and how we say it and, and who we say it to matters. Words are what started it all. You remember the story in the book of Genesis. It was God who with his word just created. God, with, with a word, there was light. God, with a word, dry land appeared. God, with his word, it created something out of nothing. It came forward. Words matter. Words are important. In the book of Genesis, eight times it says, and God said, and, and then God says. And, and God's word creates. And the opening line in, jo in John's gospel opens with the word. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Jesus is the word made flesh. Jesus is the incarnate. He is the incarnate word. In the beginning, the word was there. And here we are today, not at the beginning, but with an eye toward the present and the future. Words are, are not only important, but words are powerful. Words really are powerful because think about the same creative force that God used to create this world. You and I, who are created and made in God's image, we too, our words also have power. 
Not in the same exact mystical manner, but, but, but our words can and do change things. What, what, what we speak, what we say makes a difference. The words uh, we say make a difference in the natural and certainly in the spiritual. Your anxiety, your fears, all the stuff that, that you are experiencing, your worries influence you in the natural. It influences you so much so that your fears raise your, and, and elevate your blood pressure. Your fears, the anxiety as our children are now in this different level of school uh, impacts their grades. The low energy impacts uh, and causes for some depression and countless other illnesses, physical and mental. Uh, these also have spiritual components. The struggles are not just in the natural, but they're also in the spiritual. And words have power. There's someone listening today and you, you bear the scars of some hurtful words. Even today, there's someone listening, and, and you can recall, as if it were simply a few hours ago, the hurt, and you can recite those same painful words, word for word, and, and the pain is very real for you. That, that tape that's being played in your head from the time someone spewed those painful words, you, you hear them clearly when, when that mother or that father said those things to hurt you. You hear clearly, uh, uh, you can recall with ease, unfortunately, the trauma... Uh, the words of, of your spouse telling you that you'll never succeed. You, you hear the hurtful words saying that you're just like so-and-so in a negative way. These words are powerful and they have spiritual components to them. Some of us play those tapes and carry them on and on forever and it plays out. And, and if we're not careful, if we don't pay attention, we can pass them on. And the tragedy of that is because you're, you're, you're good people, most of you. Okay, some of you, all right. <laughs> but but you're, 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 you're good and, and, and you don't intend, but sometimes the devil has a way of using you. I got one amen, but, but, but I, and that's the truth. Every now and again, you, you fall prey and, and, and you get used or, or someone uh, poured into you in, in a negative way. And, and what has happened is that the devil has found a way to use them. And so uh, their words hurt, their words damage, their words uh, are used to destroy, their words are used to tear down. See, God's word is used to create. God's word is used to build up. God's word is used to strengthen. God's word is used to encourage. And, and our text today talks about words. And the reason that they're used by the devil, because uh, the devil wants to hold you back. I know we don't like to talk about the devil. I, I, I understand that. I, I understand for some of you, well, the devil really does, you know, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, see, that's, that's how good the devil is. That's his tool. That's the way. He doesn't want you to believe that he exists. Because if you don't believe he exists, when he starts acting out, you don't believe him. Okay, okay, let me, let me help you out. Um, you ever have someone, um, as my, my mother would say, show their behinds? When they show who they are, you better believe that's who they are. Now, they can change for sure, but, but, but if I'm presenting who you're presenting, that's, that's who they are. And if the devil shows up, 
you better believe that's no one less than him himself. Now, he may have sent one of his imps, but, but the reason that he's attacking you, because the scripture says that he knows that his end is nearby. He knows that his end is close. The text, listen to the text today, this particular verse. It says, they overcame him, that is the devil, by the blood of the lamb, Jesus, and by the word of their testimony. It's a two-punch combination. It's, 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 uh, uh, it's like the rope-a-dope. You'll remember Ali. Ali's secret to, one of his secrets to fighting is that he would allow uh, his opponent to come on him. He would fall back and just lay on the ropes and allow the opponent to just keep punching until he wore himself out. And once he wore himself out, he couldn't take it anymore. Ali would just hit him with a two-piece combo. Pow, pow. Well, you and I are in a similar fight. You and I are, are in a war. And let's, let's look at this text for a moment. Let's, let's unpack it. Who, who, who are they? Who is the they? The they are you and I. They are believers in Christ. They, they are the ones who believe in the power of his blood. The devil himself. Yes, he's there. That's the him. It says that, that they overcame the devil by the blood of the lamb. I, I, I know you're saved. I know you're filled with God's Holy Spirit. But, but because of that, actually, the devil is on your tail. You are in the sights of the devil because you are saved. Come closer to this text. I think you don't believe me. See, the text says, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb. They're overcomers in this battle called life. And life is truly a battle. And we get this thing, life, I, I think, uh, uh, backwards. We, 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 we celebrate backwards. That is, when, when a child is born or when a family is expecting, uh, we throw out all kinds of celebratory moments and, and we have all of these uh, reveal parties and then we have the baby showers and then uh, we get so excited and, and those, uh, uh, and I know not here, but, but some people can't wait to see how much the baby weighs and how long the baby is and then they take those numbers down and they... I know y'all don't do that, but, but some people get excited about all that stuff, right? They, they do all of those things, and, and, and that's at the birth. But the reality is that that child is born into a life of hardship. We'll do everything we can. Parents, the greatest parents, the best parents in the world, we do everything to protect our children. But the reality is that life is broken. We're in this fallen state, and, and really we should do it on the other end because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That's why we talk about a home going. That's why we talk about celebrating someone. Really, we should get more excited. We, we really, and, and I know it's troubling, but we should mourn when a child is born because they'll have to go through life. But here is this text that says, but we are overcomers in the battle called life. People quote the scripture, I'm more than a conqueror, but, but, they, but they don't act like they're in a fight for their lives. If you're in a fight for your life and, and warfare is bloody, then, then you've got to take your gloves off. You can't be nice and cute. 
You've got to get bloody. You've, you, you've got to get down to the nitty gritty. You've got to, to put your hands in it. See, uh, uh, the fight is, is bloody and it says without Jesus shedding his blood for you and I, there would be no victory. But we have the victory through the blood of Jesus. We have the victory through the shedding of his blood. We have the remission of our sins is through his blood. See, it's not... It's not a one-time thing that happened 2,000 years ago or, or that moment when you first came to know Jesus. It's, it's an everyday moment. It, it is uh, everything because the enemy does not give up on you. The enemy does not give up on you. When Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days, right before the text says that the devil just waited for an opportune time. That's all that's happening, my brother. That's all that's happening, my sister. Where, where you are, uh, there's one preacher that says that you're either uh, going into a storm, you're in the middle of the storm, or you're coming out of the storm. That life is just a storm. And so wherever you are on the spectrum, know that the devil is just waiting to stir some stuff up. And he's doing that because he knows he's defeated. See, you and I, when we understand that... Uh, uh, He's defeated, then uh, you and I have some responsibility that, responsibility that enemy doesn't give up. But the harder that he fights, the harder that we fight. Because you and I have to exercise the power that's given unto us. It didn't just happen 2,000 years ago, but every opportunity we get, we ought to exercise our power. We have the authority. We have the power. Power, uh, if you don't use it, you will lose it. You ever let a car sit for a while? You go to start it up? No, 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 nothing. Because it was meant to move. It was meant to have different parts that recharge and, and, and get it filled and, and moved about. You and I have muscles. We have spiritual muscles. And, and if we don't exercise those muscles, then, then they will lose strength. And, and you and I have uh, a great muscle uh, to call and plead the blood of Jesus. We are in a battle. We are in a fight. We know how it ends, but we've got to fight. And you need to utilize your tools. You need to utilize the greatest tool that you have that is to plead the blood of Jesus over every battle in your life there are battles in your home you need to plead the blood of Jesus in your home there are battles in your body you need to plead the blood of Jesus there are battles in your relationships with your children you need to plead the blood of Jesus there are battles on your job you need to plead the blood of Jesus there is power power in the name of Jesus and if we believe that there is power then you ought to exercise that power. You ought to speak with authority. You ought to utilize that power. You ought to do what God has called you and I to do. That is to check and to defeat the devil. You see, when Jesus encountered demons, he spoke with authority. He didn't say, uh, devil, demons, would you please leave? Would you please, if you don't mind, don't mind, please, thank you. No, he said with certainty and surety, get out. 
told them with authority, get out, leave, flee. You and I have to have that same certainty, that same authority. Devil, get out of my life. Devil, get out of my family. Plead the blood of Jesus. See, the text says it was through the power of the lamb, the blood of the lamb, but it also said through the testimony. You have a testimony. You have something. You, you, you have a word. I said words are important. Words matter. You, you have a story to tell. You are listening. You are here today because God has done something great in your life. Others may not recognize it, but you realize that, that you're not where you want to be. But thank God you're not where you used to be. Thank God that, that you don't act the way you used to act. You may not get to where you want or you're not acting the way you want to act. But, but thank God you're not where you used to be. You've got a story. And your story is an important story. And when you start listening to your own story, you will realize that you'll get to the end of your story and somewhere along the line, you'll just say thank you. You'll say thank you that, that, that what started out one way turned another way, that, that although uh, the devil meant it for evil and bad, God, you meant it for good. You, you worked it out when I was stuck between not a rock and a hard place, but a rock and another rock where I had no place to go. A hard place is good to be because at least you have some place. But when you're stuck between a rock and another rock, there's nowhere to go. And I, I know I've got a witness out there that God has done some incredible things in your life. And when you stop to think about how good God has been, when you stop to think how good God has been to your family, when you stop to think how good God has been to your loved ones, you have a testimony. You have to tell that word. You have to proclaim that word. And when you start talking about that, guess what? The devil gets scared. Because when you start talking about that, you start realizing, yes, I'm in a fight right now, but what he's done before, he'll do again. Because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if he did it back then, then he'll do it again. God is able, and so uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell my testimony. Uh, we used to sing that song uh, uh, when in my, my home church. Uh, uh, there is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he'll do for you. See, that's, that's what, what you've got to listen to also. When, when others start speaking, you'll, you'll realize you're not in the fight alone. That's what the devil wants you to believe. The devil wants you to believe that you're in this by yourself. Well, I stand, stand today to, to plead the blood of Jesus against loneliness. I, I plead the blood of Jesus against any anxiety. I plead the blood of Jesus against fear. You are not alone, my brother. You are not alone, my sister. Together, we will defeat this thing. See, every time you speak of the goodness of God, fear has to go. Every time you start talking about how great God is, fear has to disappear. And every time you start talking about how wonderful God is, those who are anxious, they start calming down and they start resting in the peace of God. Every time you and I give a testimony about how wonderful God is, and, and let me say this, don't leave out the bad parts. It's warfare is bloody. Don't let, don't let everyone think that you're perfect. I know you're filled with the Holy Spirit. I know, I know you look good. I know, I know you're sitting in your living room right now and, and you just got from this part up and you look great. But, 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 but you need to let everyone know that it is a struggle, that the fight is real. 
that, 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 that you made it even through that real fight, even through that real struggle, that, that, that whatever the devil threw your way, even when you started to give up, you heard the voice of heaven saying, fight on, and, and, and you turned, and God made a way. See, Jesus said like this to his uh, followers. He said in Matthew 18, he said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. What he was saying is this, is that heaven's got your back. See, too often we, we want to rely on ourselves. You, you know the Passover story, right? When uh, God sent the death angel and um, the death angel entered every home where there wasn't blood on the doorposts. And when the death angel saw the blood passed over because there was power in the blood. So I don't know what you're going through, but I, I imagine there's a fight for you. My brother, my sister, you better plead the blood. As a matter of fact, do that right now. Just say, I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. It may feel a little uncomfortable for some of us, some of you, but, but plead the blood of Jesus and then make it real personal. Uh, uh, start talking about whatever the things that you need God to be covered, that you need to cover over. Whatever the devil is trying to attack and steal and, and kill, you, you need to plead the blood of Jesus over your relationships. Plead the blood of Jesus over your finances. Plead the blood of Jesus over at your job. Whatever it is, plead the blood of Jesus over your children. Plead the blood of Jesus over your parents. Whatever you need to plead the blood of Jesus plead the blood of Jesus because there's power in the blood of Jesus see there's power there's power in the blood and, and, and there's power in the words there's power in, in what you say I know this to be true I'll say this and I'm done in church I, one of the churches I served we were at the receiving line after service, and pastor had uh, uh, had been there was a person who the devil was using mightily in the congregation, and pastor had preached this wonderful sermon. The choir had sang an incredible song. The whole house was just filled with God's spirit and power, and this person comes down. And I saw how he was looking and started hearing how his tone and all of the South Bronx in me rose up. I took a step because there's a certain way that words have power, amen? And you know when someone's talking to you in a way that is no longer going to be talk. But it's about to be some action. And so all of the South Bronx and me knew what that tone was. And so I began to, this was long before the Lord was still working on me. Because I guess he's still working on me because catch me at the right moment. But I began to fall into that. And then my pastor just put his arm out and said, I plead the blood of Jesus. And that person stopped 
right in their tracks, turned around and just walked out. Pastor didn't yell, didn't, but he said it with certainty and with authority. I plead the blood of Jesus. The guy stopped. I'm telling you, my brother. I'm telling you, my sister. Well, matter of fact, don't take my word for it. Take the Bible. Take God's word for it. He said they were overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and their testimony. You are an overcomer. If you're more than a conqueror, then you ought to act like one. You ought to plead the blood of Jesus with authority. You ought to look at whatever's going on and plead with authority and say with certainty that you will not win. I hope, I hope, I hope you're, you're getting this. I hope you're getting this because you're, you're, we're, we're vulnerable right now. COVID seems to have some of us, but, but we're, we're victorious. We can be victorious. How can we be victorious? By pleading the blood of Jesus, by giving our testimony. Because words have power and words are important. Amen. Amen.